the show. Three, two, one. Back to Doncic. Doncic pulls up, three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! Doncic wins the game at the buzzer! What you preach, I guess about it talking trash. <laughs> now they want to pose on me like, uh-uh, not so fast. <laughs> Hello everybody, it is Michael here, back with another video. In today's video, we're going to be doing a post-game breakdown of the Mavericks versus the Los Angeles Clippers. As you can tell from the jersey, the fact that I have two other jerseys in my closet, the intro, I love Luka Doncic, and this one really, really hurt to see him go out. First of all, all the credit in the world to this basketball team. The Los Angeles Clippers deserve mine and everyone's respect for the way they were able to perform in the last games of these of this series. They were fantastic down the stretch. Credit to Tyron Lue for the adjustments that he was able to make and just credit to all the players on this roster for playing fantastic basketball, especially Kawhi Leonard. He was obviously amazing in game six, dragged them to the win and was excellent yet again tonight. He's someone who definitely deserves recognition for potentially being the best player on the planet right now. I mean, 28 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, 4 steals. The defense he played on Luka Doncic was fantastic. Don't let it trick you that Kawhi just isn't as good of a defender as he used to be. Because Kawhi was potentially the greatest perimeter defender of all time at his peak. Kawhi is still, when he's locked in, which doesn't happen as much due to the fact that he has more of a load on the offensive side of the ball and the fact that he has that injury that still affects him to this day. He is still one of the best defenders in this league when he's locked in, and we really saw that in this series. He was just amazing. Even though Luka played excellent throughout the series, Kawhi was the best player. He was so good, and that, that really shows how good he was because Luka was ridiculous as well. Marcus Morris stepped up huge in this game. He had a rough couple of uh, first games, but he was great from there on out. Hit eight of his 15 shots in this one, seven of nine from three. Just a bunch of big shots in every single game in these past couple of ones. He was excellent. Uh, Nicholas Platoon for being a fantastic role player. 11 points, seven rebounds, five assists, two steals, a block that he had on Boban. He's just such a nice player to have on this roster. And when they went small, he really, really helped that out. He was great. Paul George didn't have his best game, far from it. Five of 15, two of eight from three. Did make all 10 of his free throws, though. And what I was really, really impressed by was Paul George's playmaking in this game was fantastic. He was excellent as a playmaker this game, really getting his teammates involved. He had a great pass. Uh, it was like, I think it might have been in between the legs of Porzingis, or he just did a bounce pass around Porzingis uh, to Nicholas Batum under the hoop. That one really stood out to me. Overall, his just playmaking was really, really good, and he was impactful. Reggie Jackson hit some huge, timely shots. The Mavericks were making a bit of a run. You know, it was a seven-point game. It was still a bit of a hard thing for them to do because uh, they just dug themselves such a big hole. But Reggie Jackson was doing his little thing out there, and I was really impressed by him this series. He was excellent, really, really stepped up for the Clippers. Terrence Mann was massive this game. He's one of the biggest reasons why they were able to win. He was excellent. 13 points, good efficiency. He was just really, really good. Hit some huge shots. Uh, was really good, especially early on at just creating his own shot. Had a mid-range pull-up in there at the end of the shot clock. Had a three in there. He was amazing this game. 
And Luke Kennard deserves all the credit in the world. This dude barely even played. I don't think he played at all the first five games of the series. And then he gets thrown into the fire game six. Wasn't super good, but was excellent in this one. Hit a, a bunch of timely threes. Scored 11 points. Was just great as a whole. And they played fantastic basketball in this one. I mean, 50% from the field. 46 and a half percent from three they did not miss a single free throw they made all 24 of their free throws 30 assists eight turnovers this was a perfect performance from the LA Clippers and that cannot go understated they were absolutely fantastic this game on both sides of the ball hitting shots getting guys involved it was just such a great performance from them and in a game seven where you really need that I was very very impressed by the LA Clippers and I definitely have them moving on and beating the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz are a very good basketball team. Do not get that wrong. Do not take this as me hating on the Utah Jazz. But I think the Clippers, with them being battle-tested and getting this win over a Mavericks team who matched up really well to them, I think they can go all the way to the finals. It's going to be tough. There's a lot of good teams in the Western Conference. I think the Suns could definitely go to the finals. I think Nikola Jokic would yet again destroy the Clippers like he would go crazy even though they don't have uh they obviously don't have Jamal Murray I think if they have Jamal Murray they're definitely making the finals for me uh it's it's gonna be a tough Western Conference they could definitely lose to the Utah Jazz again really good team I just have the Clippers winning uh I, I think they're a really good basketball team even though they lost the first couple of uh games they really bounced back prove what team they are made adjustments and they deserve a ton of credit for that uh, no, no hate from me. I wanted the Mavericks to win for sure because I wanted to see Luka get his first series win, but that is not taking away from the Clippers. They were great this game. And now on the Mavericks side, Luka Doncic was fantastic this game. Uh, 46 points, 14 rebounds, uh, not 14 rebounds, uh, 14 assists, 7 rebounds. He wasn't as great in the second half, definitely slowed down a bit because uh, like all these games, I, I don't think people understand this. They're hating on Luka and talking about, oh, he's not clutch. No, it's the fact that he is exhausted because he has to do literally everything for this Mavericks team. And in the second half, they changed their game plan every single time. In the first half, you know, they let him do his thing. It's a lot of one-on-one -on -one coverages. In the second half, it's all double teams off those screens. And then it forces Luka to pass where you need his teammates to step up. But his teammates did not do that this game at all. Luka Doncic's teammates failed him completely. Tim Hardaway Jr., 5 of 14, 1 of 9 from 3, 11 points. He's always been so inconsistent throughout his career. He was so consistent this year for the Mavs. And the one moment of inconsistency comes at the worst time possible. Boban, 14 points, 10 rebounds, atrocious defense. He shouldn't have been on the floor. He was still a negative because of how bad he was on the defensive side of the ball. Kristaps Porzingis, 16 points, 11 rebounds. Thing is, this is one of Kristaps' best games in the series, and that's fucking pathetic. 0 of 5 from 3. You're on a 2-on-1 fast break. You're 7-3, and you're pulling up for 3. He needs to be gone. I mean, there's no other way around it. He needs to be traded from the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know what you're getting for Chris Stapps. I don't think it's going to be much. But in some capacity, he needs to just go to another team because he's clearly 
failed Luka this series. He he had a solid game, solid enough, but he needs to be off this roster. He's just not that guy for the team. Dorian Finney-Smith was really good, though. 7 of 13, 4 of 7 from 3. Got a bunch of offensive rebounds, 6 of those, 10 rebounds as a whole, 18 points. He's someone who, if I'm the Mavs, I'm keeping him on the team. I think he's a guy who fits really well alongside Luka. I don't know if he necessarily should be a starter, but he's good for sure. Keep him on the team. I think he's a good role player, and you should definitely keep him on the roster. But honestly, any of these other guys can go. Tim Hardaway, uh, I do think I would try to keep him, but it's just completely dependent on who is available in free agency for them. And this is where I'm going to have a bigger conversation about this in a different video about what's next for the Mavericks and what they should do going forward. Uh, but I do want to have a bit of a discussion about... Uh, what they could do in free agency. I think the guy they should go after, and if they land this guy, would completely change the team, is DeMar DeRozan. He fixes so many of the clear issues on this roster, whether it be playmaking outside of Luka, another guy who can create his own shot, or just another guy who you can consistently, rel consistently rely on to score the ball. DeMar DeRozan is all of that. So if I'm the Dallas Mavericks, I am aggressively pursuing De DeMar DeRozan in free agency, giving him a big contract and trying to get him on the roster because I think he would be he would be monumentally helpful to them. Another person I would go after if you can't get DeMar DeRozan is Kyle Lowry. He's a guy who's proven he can play off the ball. Uh, he's proven, though, he can also play on the ball, be a creator, be a guy who shoots, good defender as well, think he would be a seamless fit. I like the DeMar DeRozan fit more, but I still think that's a solid fit. Those are two main guys I would go after. This is obviously dependent on if Tim Hardaway uh, is re-signed by them. Uh, again, I think he can be back on the roster, but I would prefer to try and get those guys instead of keeping Tim. I would also really hope that uh, Josh Richardson turns down his player option, but Josh Richardson would be an idiot to do that because Josh Richardson was really bad this year, barely even played in the playoffs. So I think uh, he will probably accept that player option. Then you have to you have to trade him. He, did, he doesn't fit. Uh, that Seth Curry trade didn't work out. As unfortunate as it is, you kind of just have to bite the bullet and accept that it didn't work out. Dwight Powell, it'd be fine to get rid of him too. He cost a lot of money for what he brings to the team. Coming off an Achilles injury, get rid of him. Maxi Kleber, I like him. He's fine to get rid of, too. Jalen Brunson, I would absolutely keep, and I would play a whole lot more than you did. I don't know why he did not play basically at all this series for what he's done all year. He's been a six-man-of-the-year candidate, and you're playing Trey Burke. And, and get Trey Burke off the team. Uh, Willie Cauley-Stein, he's fine to leave. And I like the rookies. I, I like Tyler Bay. I like Josh Green, Nate Hinton. I would definitely keep Nate Hinton as an energy guy for sure. He's really good to have on uh, on the bench. Nico Melli can go. And I would also uh, keep Tyrell Terry. Uh, Rick Carlisle, I would explore firing him. I'm not saying I would do it, but I would think about it. Because Rick Carlisle is someone who... Has not had the best uh, coaching decisions in these past couple years. And I feel like especially this game, he got outcoached by Tyron Lue by a lot. So I would at least explore the idea of Rick Carlisle no longer being the Dallas Mavericks head coach. I think there's a lot of changes that need to come to this roster. Because because uh, Luka Doncic is ready to win right now. He is 
easily good enough to be the best player on a championship team. But this is not a championship core around Luka Doncic. And with how quick the NBA moves, you need to make it a championship core as quick as possible. So like I said, I would try to get DeMar DeRozan. I would try to trade Josh Richardson if he accepts his player option. I would try to trade Dwight Powell. I would keep guys like Jalen Brunson and Dorian Finney-Smith. And honestly, anyone else I would at least explore moving on from. I want to see a lot of changes to this Mavericks team. Because I think they really do have the potential to go a long way with Luka Doncic. But you need to surround him with more talent and more consistent talent especially. We saw it in this game get exposed. The guys were not hitting threes at all. They shot 28% from three in a must-win game. So, yeah. I would explore trading almost everyone. I would explore firing your head coach. Uh, and I would just try to land more talent around Luka. That talent mainly being DeMar DeRozan. I really want to see that. I want them to be aggressive for sure. And if you could get rid of Chris Stapps, that'd be great. I don't really know exactly if it's going to be able to happen, but... Hopefully it can, because I think the team has a lot of potential, but they have clear issues that I want to see fixed. So yeah, spend the video. I'm very disappointed in the Mavericks. Happy for the Clippers, though. Think they can go all the way. Very talented team. Fantastic series. Seven games. Didn't go the way I wanted it to, but it was great basketball. And yeah, it's been the video. It's been Michael. Peace out.